Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to another episode. What do we know podcast? So I've got my co-host Chris on the line. How are you doing, Chris? I'm all good. How are you? Right, I'm not too bad. What, what are we discussing today? What's hot uh, I'm the in dis- the game? I just want to discuss, like, obviously, what's happened is happened. You know, with coronavirus, with the you know, with all the st- leagues now starting back up again. I have this worried feeling that people are not going to watch football as much as they did before. Right. Okay. Tell you what, here's my take on this. Now, it was always a worry, right? Thinking, oh, no fans, you know, is it going to be as exciting, blah, blah, blah. I've given the other leagues a try. Now, we can be a bit snobby and say, well, the other leagues aren't the Premier League. We can be a bit snobby in the worst case. But I've tried the other leagues and after about a couple of days, I've stopped watching them. Because it just wasn't the same right. thing. Now, I would like to say that maybe with the Premier League, it might be a bit different. Maybe once we've got players that, you know, the, the clubs that we support are in players on the pitch, that might be different. But then not having fans, is that in the long run? Is that, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think to myself, if there's not going to be any fans, and let's be honest, the game is what it is because of the fans. You know, we missed the chance, the banter. Yep. You know, the, um, the I wouldn't say abuse, but yeah, let's put it as under, uh, uh, under the banter umbrella. Without any of that, like, would it, would it make me personally want to carry on watching football? I know I will. I know I'll carry on watching football, especially the Premier League. But me as a fan, would it make me, would it encourage me to carry on? I don't think so. What do you think? Yeah, so like, uh, like we've already said, I'm going to watch my team play. Mm. So I'm going to watch United play 100%. Mm. All 90 minutes, I'm going to watch as many games as I can possible. And I'll probably watch all of them. But I'm not going to watch anyone else. Right, okay. So you... I'm not, I don't care how big the game is, I'm not going to watch. So for example, United are playing Spurs on a Friday. Correct. Right. So come that Friday night when they play their first game, that's it. Mm. I'm done with football until United play again on the Tuesday. But it sounds like you've given up already. I don't want to. I don't want to watch you've it. You've not even given it a chance, though. It might be better than the other league. I don't know. I, I think it's all going to be. It's, I have this feeling like I watched. I started watching Bundesliga. Yeah. First couple of weeks were great. Now I'm like I don't want to watch it anymore. I'll just follow Leverkusen and that's about it. Watch Serie A. Watched a couple of games with that, and now I'm thinking, I just want. I just want to watch the Premier League again. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've got this odd feeling where I just don't... I think fans are thinking the way I'm thinking. They just want to watch their singular team play. Like, when we watch Sunday, um, Super Sunday, for example, right. you'd watch both games, correct? Mm-hmm. You'd watch the 2 o'clock game and you'd watch the 4 o'clock yeah. game. you watch it as a nice 4 or 5 hours job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, I think if they, even, if they, even if they did a good package on a Super Sunday... Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I just see fans are just gonna watch the team they want to watch. So the Liverpool fans have just watched Liverpool. Man City will just watch Man City. Arsenal will just watch Arsenal. And if it comes to you know, God forbid, it doesn't happen. If you've got like a Norwich Southampton, which is a pointless game because let's say Norwich is relegated, I don't see anyone watching. It'd be a training game. Yeah, it would just be watching like youth football, and I think like. It's, it's just not going to be good for the league. I just think it's just going to be superized by the bigger teams. Mm. Because you think about it, all the bigger teams on top of it, all the fans that go to the grounds themselves, not to put it in a bad way, outside of season ticket holders and the odd general people in the area, a lot of them 
and maybe I'm wrong, are international fans mm. who have got the money to go and watch the games. Mm. And if those and those international fans, I don't know if they're gonna as much watch it on TV as they would if they went to the ground and watched it. Because they enjoy going to the ground. For them, it's a day out. Mm. For us, it's dead serious when we go to watch a game. Mm. Like it's it's our heart and passion from the minute we wake up. But for them, it's oh, it's our day out. Let's go, you know, let's go up to Let's go up to North London and watch Arsenal play today. Yes, I've got a ticket. Oh, my friend didn't. My friend got me a ticket. Oh, why didn't you come with us? Yeah, it's literally part of the um, holiday. We, yeah, first we go it's part of the package. Of, yeah, it's part of the package of then coming to London. They've got a ten-day trip, and one of the days they're gonna go and watch the football. Mm. For us, it's, it's our week in, week out, which is why I think it's gonna be segmented to your team only. Mm. Which is why I think don't. I don't think many people are gonna watch it. I, like the numbers will look good, but. I just think it's going to be team specific. Mm. And I hope like the TV people look at this for future games where they go, okay, we can't put these boring games on in in premier slots. Like you can't put a, a rubbish game on on Sunday, four o'clock when you've got like a Liverpool, a Man City that you've, you've moved over to Saturday afternoon mm. when it could have been a Sunday game. Well, if I was one of the, bro- uh, if I was a, um, you know, if I was heading one of the uh, broadcasting companies, I'd want my money back. I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, what? I'm not having that. You know, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be as interested. Some of the games are gonna be on free TV. I want my money back. Obviously, it ain't gonna happen, but that's not gonna happen because they've already got their money off already from the clubs. So it's the clubs wanting their money back than anything else. But the TV rights people are not gonna give it to them. Well, I don't know. I'm not seeing much buzz like. Like I don't know, maybe it's just because of this time. I do not know, but I feel like it just—it doesn't feel like the season's coming back. I like—I know the season's come back, mm. and I know across the league, every league has got their season back. But when I'm watching games and I'm watching highlights, like I'm listening to interviews, I'm watching press releases. Like I don't know. I think it's me, man. No, I think no, I'm just missing something. It's not you. I feel the same. But I expected this. The 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 thing is, I I thought that it would be like this, but not as bad. I thought, you know what, oh, uh, what's the point? We're going to restart for the sake of it. But as soon as it's back, boom, the football's back on. And we, we'll get yeah. used to it. But now, as we've seen with the other leagues, just just bored of it. I, I'm hoping that the Premier League will be yeah. different. I'm hoping that as soon as I see the Arsenal players on the pitch, it will make me think differently. But right now, as we stand watching the other leagues, it's just boring. It's just, I have but- to say, though, uh, Germany using was it FIFA noises? FIFA, uh, yeah, that has added something. That has added something to the game. It has helped. Come on, you know, this is not a permanent solution. It's not a long term solution. Is it's not? It's not a long term solution. Obviously, we we know the we know the fans are the long term solution. We know this, and obviously because of what's happened, we can't do it. Because mm-hmm. let's say they do open it up to fans let's say July, August time, and they go, okay, we're getting a few set of fans in. Like we've said previously in episodes where you go, we might let a few fans in. Mm-hmm. And like like you've seen in other countries, in other sports, where they've got fans already in there, and it makes a huge difference. Like even before we recorded this podcast, even in previous podcasts, when you've said, oh, the fans are, are very important, we can't, we should void the league, this, that, and the other. And now thinking down the line, like a month or two in since we actually said mm-hmm. that, I'm actually thinking... Okay, I was wrong then because they should have they should have just voided this. Yeah, they should have just stopped this. It, it goes against the reasons why we watch football in the first place. We watch football because correct. we like 
the noise. We like the banter. We like the abuse sometimes. Friendly abuse. Let's let's make that clear. Yeah. Uh, we we watch it for the competition, the three points. You know what I mean? The the pressure, and that's what we that's what we've just lost by bringing it back. We've lost the pressure. We've lost the way yeah. the competition, and and the banter. Do you get what I mean? That's why it's a bit so frustrating to watch it. That's. Uh, anyway, I don't want to be too negative because I'm still hoping that as soon as I see Arsenal play, it will give me a bit more of a boost, a bit more of an incentive to watch the club. Because I, I know the I know the FA, the Premier League, are trying and clubs are trying to bring in a fan experience. So we know that a lot of clubs like Spurs, and I think I think another club, but I can't remember who it is, are bringing in virtual fans where they're gonna have fans watching the game mm. in their house, like they're on the field, like we've said. Mm. So. They're gonna have them around the ground, like a like the big screen. That I think Spurs that have, and they're gonna have their fans watching the game as they would on TV, which is a great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope that's implemented over the next couple of weeks. Where yeah, yeah. You, instead of these, instead of these cardboard cutouts and pictures and stuff like that, why don't you just let the fans bring in their banners? Yeah. Why don't you just let 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 the fans? You know. You, when we've seen in matches when people got massive banners for the clubs, mm-hmm. let them bring those in and give them to security or the club and go put our banners out there as representation of the fans. Yeah, yeah. Anything. I think we're at the stage now where we'll accept any suggestion now because it's just just boring. It is. It is. But like I said, there's, there's still a few with with the Premier League in general. There are still a fair few fixtures that are relevant in terms of. Yeah, like they still got relegation and still got top four. They still FA Cup, so there are some important games on the line. Yeah, but yeah, I I have a bit of belief that I hope the Premier League, you know, from this week onwards, really brings out all the shops. Yeah, I like, brings everything fans out. as well. Like from other uh, fellow football fans, let us know in the in, on social media, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram. Let us know because I feel like um, yeah. not enough people are talking about this. I think everyone's just no, but the thing is, this goes back to this is this goes back to our point. What I just said about them watching it. I think what I've noticed about social media, obviously having a platform for us, for many people, mm-hmm. is I think it's in the moment when you're having conversations with fellow fans that are watching the game together. Mm-hmm. So I think when the actual game begins, that's where you're going to hear all the noise. But as soon as that final whistle is blown, you hear the noise for another couple of more hours, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You won't hear it again. It's not a consistent conversation throughout the week. Yeah. Tell you what, though, I, I'm. I, it, it's a hit that we're going to have to take and we're just going to have to get used to it. But let's just hope that next season we could have things back to normal. Let's hope because if next season is going to be affected, I, I'm a bit worried about my lifestyle, if I'm honest, about my habit. habits. Yeah. It's something that we're so used to and we look forward to, you know, uh, when the weekend comes. If if our lifestyles are going to be affected to the point where the game the football is going to be boring or it's going to be like this with no fans, I, I, I'm not I'm not confident in myself watching the other games, non-Arsenal games for a whole season. I'm not confident in myself doing them. This the thing because obviously we know they haven't announced the season the next season's date. So mm-hmm. let's say they do finish, they're going to finish end of end of July, right? Yeah. Because obviously they still got Champions League and stuff to happen in August. Yeah. So end of July, then they could start the season again in in August again or early September. That gives you a month. Yeah. 
I can't see within that month period of not having fans in the stadium to then let fans come back in the stadium from September. Yeah. Truthfully, I can see fans coming back after Christmas. Yeah. And we've also had some positive tests as well from the coronavirus uh, uh, testing in the meantime. So we, 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 it's definitely showing that the players, well, the players are safe, but we need more testing done. So to have a month, to have everything sorted out in a month is probably not realistic. I can see fans for next season coming back. Mm. Which, just, well, I would it, not be surprised. They say December time. Mm. Yeah. Because they want to bring in the economy and they want to bring the fans back in. It's Christmas. People will be more cheery. They'll have time off from work, supposedly. And I think that's when fans are going to come back in December. I think so too. And I'm, I'm worried because I don't want to agree to... I don't want to accept that. I think it's still... That's so far. And to have three, four months... Of games, you know, what I mean, that's a lot of points without any fans. It's a lot of football to play uh, in dead games. I, I don't know. I, I hope it won't be December, but I really wouldn't be surprised if it was December. But yeah, because the last thing you want is to have a crowd full of people and then something happens during that game, or you know, touch wood, it doesn't happen, but. So if something was to happen, it reoccurs again, and then all of a sudden the season stops again. Yeah, we can't afford. We can't be having that again. I don't want the next season to stop. Yeah, we can't have a second wave. Think- Let's put it that way. We cannot have a second wave. If we were to have another wave, football. I, th- I think football. Football must take a break. Yeah, it w- it would be done. I think it would be done. Because now, remember, the only reason why we've restarted is because the number of infections has drastically gone down. It's, it's close to being done. Correct. That's why we're, we're, yep. we, we've got it back uh, behind closed doors. But if we were to have another, bre- uh, another outbreak, another wave, we, we'd be going back to several months without, without anything happening, without any football whatsoever. Even if it was behind closed doors, it's not happening. Definitely not happening. But right, just, just to end this um, topic off, we hope the Premier League and the footballing world sort this all out. We just want consistent sports. I am liking the fixture list that's coming out. I'm liking the consistency of games that are coming because every league is coming out with everyday football, yeah. which is what we've dreamt about since for a very long time. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, bring it on. Just bring back the now. games. Yeah, let's, let's see. And let's just see what happens. Mm. Right, what else? What, what's your topic of in your mind right now? So, you know, it's a, it's a funny one because I'm looking at uh, what's out there, what's going on at the moment, and there's not much. It's a little bit quiet at the moment, to be honest. But for me, I was just looking mm. at the, uh, the potential uh, uh, signings being done. And okay. Dembele, like Usman Dembele from Barcelona, talks that he could be on his way out. Now, if you ask me at the start of the season, I would have said... It's definitely happening at the start. He's not going to go. Uh, he's not staying. Uh, but there's rumours that he could be on his way to Liverpool. Now, I don't understand this. I don't get it if you're Dembele. Because you've struggled for game time in Barcelona. You've fallen out of the pecking order. And then you're going to go to Liverpool and compete with Mane and, and Salah. Come on, mate. You know, what's he thinking? Like, I would understand if he was to go to uh, to another club like, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say he's, he's not good enough for the big boys, but if he was to go to an Everton or something, or, you know, probably not where he should be for, for him to sign for, uh, for for Man City. But, you know, those mid, high the mid-table clubs, he, let's be real, he needs to re-establish himself. He needs to uh, 
uh, he needs to show that he's world class, not world class, but he's he's up there. He's one of the best, and he's, a, he's there's a reason why he signed for Barcelona. He needs to reestablish himself, and for him to move to, to yeah, Liverpool, he does. I think that would be a big mistake. He could really ruin yeah. his career if he was to do that and go and compete with the money. This is my PSA to um, Dembele himself. Mm. He should have never left Dortmund yeah. at all. Mm. He should have never gone to Barca. He should have stayed at Dortmund for at least a couple more seasons and then you make a big move. Because ever since he's gone to Barca, he's been so injury prone, you, you don't even know if you signed him. Yeah. You don't even know Dembele still there until you hear it on the news. Yeah, I agree. And obviously- He needs to go to a club where he just needs to go Italy or back to Germany or uh, up-and-coming team in the Premier League who are just going to give him 100% game time. You're going to be playing week in, week out. And you can do like a like a Wilfred Zaha type of thing where you're playing week in, week out. You rise up again. You show the world that you have your good football abilities. And then, yeah. then maybe get another move to another club. To another big club. Because he's still young, is he he's not? Still young, is he yeah. He's still... Early 23, 23, 24? I think so. I can't remember, but he's definitely young enough to, to have another, you know, another move that would lead him to another big move. So so he's still got international aspirations with France because yeah. they still need a wing, even with him and Kinsley Coleman on there. But they still got, they still need him in the squad. And he, uh, with the Euros coming up, I don't know. It's a t- I don't want him to go to Liverpool. Not just because I don't like Liverpool. It's just because you're not going to get games. Exactly. Time. That's my issue. Like uh, At the start of the season, he was heavily linked with Arsenal. And he shouldn't make that move. He was exactly the player that Arsenal needed before he got Pepe. And he should have made that move. Mm. But unfortunately, I think he wanted to he wanted to give it another proper try at Barcelona. Let's, let's be fair. The first few games, he, he, did, he did all right. He scored a few goals. And they started getting injured again. So it's a shame, but if you're Dembele, you are going to be Barcelona now. He has to move soon. Like, if he doesn't, I tell you the truth, he'll just be on the bench mm-hmm. all of the next season. And then I don't know where he's going to go after that. I, I, I'd have to go for an Everton now. I think he's at, he's at that stage. He's got to revive his, his, his career. And Everton are probably not there where they want to be if they want to get the best talent yet. We know they've got money. So they're still going to have to get money. Say that again? They've got money. They've got money. But That's why they need to go uh, and get these players. Maybe they've fallen out of favour within the big boys. You know, they need a second chance. But it's like what you said in the previous episodes where you said about pulling power mm-hmm. and like culture and like, you know... A, a team like Everton, like, who can you pull realistically? Like, not in a bad way. Like, a lot of these clubs, who are you pulling? Okay. Uh, if, you're not, if you're not in the top six, who are you getting? Like, uh, uh, these top, top players are not going to go to clubs like Everton unless they're in the Europa League and they and you can see their campaign. <laughs> or they're in the Champions League and they're, they're going to be playing next season. I can't see it. Okay, I would have gr- agreed with you a few months ago, but now that they've got Ancelotti... I feel like he could really make a difference to their pool of power. I think that having him shows maybe ambition because they do want to get in the European places. By having him shows ambition. And the fact that they, you know, most people know that they've got a board, they've got a rich board, they've got money. And it's just, I think they're just going to have to splash money at the problem. They're going to have to pay over the odds. 
I got you, but that's the problem. Like with a club like Everton, who've been recently bought out a couple of years back, mm. are the the players that they're gonna get? Are they going for the money only to get another move later on? Or are you actually going to play for a club I, like? I Everton? think they would have to. They would have to get mercenaries, unfortunately, because Man City had to go through that phase where everyone just went there for the money, and then it started to become an attractive uh, project. Hopefully, they don't become like a QPR or um, even into it where they've done it the complete yep. wrong way and they mercenaries on the on the pitch they were just there for the money they weren't even bothered remember when they, when they got relegated they were laughing yeah. a couple of them were yep. laughing so hopefully they yep. don't go down that road but with a man there's a few clubs that are like that actually say that again like I wouldn't just put, I wouldn't just put it on Everton there's a few clubs that are in that mould where it could drastically go wrong or they could really be pushing for next season. Like you've got Wolves, you've got Everton, you've got who else you got? Newcastle if they get bought out. Yeah. You've got who else you got? You got we've got quite Crystal few. Palace if they've got um, right. we've got quite a few they've got a bit of money, but they're not exactly going all out. But when you look at for example I think Wolves are doing it the right way. They're, they've been okay. They've not gone too crazy, uh, and they've they've been buying a, in within their needs. The only what was the big signing that they had? The uh, uh, thingy, what's his name on on loan? The their striker Jimenez. They got him on loan. Jimenez. That that was a big after the loan period. That was a big signing. I think they got they signed they tied him down to a I think 30, 35 or just under forty mil. That was a big signing, but that had to be done. They've not really gone crazy in the market since. Whereas when you look at... I, 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 I agree with the Wolves model. Though. Say that again? The way, Wolves, the way Wolves have done it in terms of last season and maybe the season before, hmm. where they built up the squad, got a manager that believed in the system, they got an owner who's you know ultra-rich and who's going to invest in the club. Hmm. They've got into Europe now twice, and now they're doing well this season in the Europa League. Yeah. I just think these clubs, these mid-table clubs, need Europe. If yeah. if they really want to pull the players in, I think they need consistent European football. Exactly. Then the world, then the world sees the team. Like a lot of these, like the Portuguese teams, the Italian teams, the German teams. They, these players who. Are really really good, but they can't get out of those clubs. We'll see like a club called Everton or Crystal Palace or Newcastle or whoever, and they'll be like, "I want to go there" because they've seen them. I, I don't do think well. that just getting the Europa League will be enough. I think you need to be pushing for fifth. It, you know, if you a fourth is a tough ask in the Premier League, but if you're pushing for fifth, then you, as an upcoming player, you could have a look and think, "Oh, you know what? If they've got money, if they've got a board that's going to back." the project, and then they're, they're fifth and they're just short of one place, yeah, why not? I'll give it a chance. It could be a good project. But fifth still gets you Europa. Say that again? Fifth still gets you Europa. Not this yeah. season, obviously, because yeah. of the Man City situation, but yeah. generally, that would only get you Europa League. True, but you're one place away from Champions League, at least. Like like you said, maybe not this season because of the Man City situation. But but then imagine if you've got a, a, a manager like Ancelotti, doesn't that make all the difference if you've got money to spend as well? If you're if you're if you're a player that's like maybe not highly sought out, but a player that's like you know that's got a good reputation, you know clubs are going to be after you, and then Ancelotti wants you, you know he's a great manager, 
You know the board. He's a good, money. He's a great manager. No, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just thinking. There's a lot of dead wood in clubs like Everton. Yeah, clubs Everton like, have two wood. Dead get clear out. Like Everton still got fewer Walker. What's he still doing in football? Yeah, they, they've still got. Uh, I think. And Iwobi needs to sort himself out. Richarlison needs to really needs to prove himself if he wants to do well next season. Like Iwobi. I want to see like a. 15 goal season out of him. Yeah, I think he would have done that this season. To be fair, I, I think he would have done it. But like, yeah, like you're right though. Like Everton have too much dead wood. Like this, they got mm. bloody, they got Iwobi, and they spent nearly yep. 40 mil on him. That was a great, yep. that was great business from Arsenal. They have way too much dead wood there. And um, if 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 I was the honestly, the clubs as well. A lot of clubs are like that in the Premier League. They got a lot of dead wood, which is which why it comes back to the point where we were talking about in the first couple of episodes where these really good youngsters that the top clubs have. If you just come to the point, I'm gonna say it again, you come back to January and you loan out your top youngsters to these mid-range teams, improve them a little bit, give them exposure, you never know. Yeah, I agree. But I think the, a lot a lot of these mid-table clubs have got a lot of work to do. Like because even even getting into the top three is hard. Four you can just about get. Yeah, so even like, I mean, a lot of get to four. Getting to three, like into three, two, and one is like the pinnacle. Mm. In terms of those three are solid. Like Leicester have to play skin out of their teeth this season just to get third. And luckily, just very luckily, that all the other teams below them have been as worse that they still be able to stay on three with a very healthy point guard. Mm. So they've not had to slip into that fourth slash fifth place because other than the start of the season, Leicester been playing fine. They've been okay. Like this turn of this year, they're not been playing great. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but we'll see. Like um, another interesting one as well for me was um, uh, your boy, your boy Sancho. Rumors. Well, again, it's only rumors. It's not speculating. Uh, speculate. It's all speculation. Sorry, I mean. Uh, especially for you United fans listening, but there could be the rumours on the cards that uh, Sancho could be heading back to Man City. How do you feel about that? Don't care. <laughs> yes, you do. He's a big, he's a big, he's a big signing you, you're no. waiting for. What I said to you like three, four weeks ago, bro, all you're going to hear in the paper is Sancho this, Sancho that, Sancho this, Sancho Like, we know he's a good player. Yeah. We know it. He's an excellent player and I want him to come back to the Premier League. And if he comes to United, I will be at first to say I was wrong. Okay. But the stop the I don't want to hear the whispers. I want to hear solid, like solid intel that someone's actually looking into this mm. guy. I don't want to hear 110 mil, 115 mil. Yeah. Because if we've got that kind of money, why don't you slap on another hundred and get Mbappe? If we've got that kind of money. Yeah. If we've got that kind of money. Put some more into it, and let's get Mbappe. Wait, I know that's not happening. Who United? You mean or or City? Anyone? Anyone? I, I, like the 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 way they're rating him to a hundred mil. Like yes, he's he's a talented footballer. I am not saying that, and his age is still very very young, but he is still a young footballer. He's not developed. Well, I don't think he's worth a hundred mil. 
Let's put it that way. I really don't. But it's you, you know with this market, with this market, I don't know who's worth what anymore. To be honest, it's crazy, and especially with the the the, uh, the recent pandemic. Who knows what what that's what that could mean? Uh, but yeah, like like you said, City need a big revamp. They need they need to they need to sort themselves out in the in the transfer market, and it could be a good opportunity for for him to uh, to come back. But if you're Sancho. You didn't have the chance before. You struggled. You're never really given the chance. Would you really want to go back though? Would you out of all the clubs? Would you really go to see? Like, have you watched Dortmund play recently? No, I'll be honest. If they keep, if they keep the same similar squad and just add a few more on top, they'll be challenging next season for their league. Especially They've got that. a really good squad. They've got an absolute quality squad, yeah. right? It's just the fact that Bayern Munich are just too dominant. Mm. But they keep their squad and keep their players and just add a few more pieces in defensively. They could go for the title next season and be very consistent in the Champions League. Mm. Because they just got Haaland. Haaland's firing goals. He hasn't even had a full season with them yet. You give him a pre-season and a full season next season with all the talented line that they have in front of them with that um, Hazard's brothers there. Um, what's his name? Emre Chan's there. Yeah. And you've got, like, obviously Sancho, you've got Haaland, you've got Rouge, you've got... Like, I can't... There's a couple more players that mm. I can name off. They've got... Oh, they've got this other creative midfielder as well. That um, I can't remember his name. But they've got such a good squad, a young squad, and you're going to get games. If I was Sancho, and you're thinking of going to United or you think of going to uh, Man City... You have to think about, are you actually going to get games? Not to put it in a bad way. I'm not saying Sancho would not make the United squad. He would. He would. But as soon as, he gets, as soon as he gets a little tweak or Oli rests him for one week or we've got a cup game against somewhere and he has to sit on the bench, are you not going to hear the media going to be saying, oh, Sancho's on a romp. San- Sancho's doing this. Sancho's gone out in South London doing this and that. Oh, he's meeting up his mates doing this and that. And he just the media's going to play him. Mm. He's going to be a media puppet if he comes here. If I was him, personally, he's doing well over there. I would stay yeah. unless there's a big offer coming through. If there's a big offer, then make the move. But otherwise, he's, he's comfortable. He's playing for a really good team. He's do well in Europe but if, I, if they add a bit to the team. But I, for, actually, forget Europe. But just to put pressure on, the, uh, on Bayern domestically, why would you want to go? Yeah. And I'm sorry, I... I I'm going to create a bit of a stir. I haven't seen anything to make me think, oh, wow, he's, he's, that's a 100 mil player. I haven't seen it. But that's why I wouldn't... No, same here. I have, I have watched him, but it's not, it's not... He's not 100 mil now. Like Even before all this, he wasn't 100 mil. Because the Premier League is so physical. It's a, this is why everyone likes the Premier League. Like it's very, It's a physical league. You're not going to get space to switch and turn. You'd have to think intelligently of how to play the game. You're going to have to play different different stadiums, different different sets of yeah, crowds. You Whereas in Germany, you have space on the ball. You have time on the ball. You can do all your tricks and skills. You can skim past players. You, can, you have space to shoot. Where in the Premier League, even regardless of what team you play against, there's going to be periods where you're not going to have no shots on goal. You're barely going to cross the ball. And it's going to be tough. Yeah, and you, you're surrounded all the time. Like I said, you haven't got as much space and it's going to be interesting to see if he, because he never really played in the prem though, did he? For City, he never. Not really. No, no, I don't think no, he did. He didn't. No, 
definitely yeah. need to adapt. It's not going to be like a, you know, like a Kevin De Bruyne that played for Chelsea yeah. and then he left and then he came back, but he didn't really need to readapt because he already had the experience. He was already doing well for Chelsea. It's just the, the yeah. Mourinho didn't like him. He didn't want it. Whereas yeah. Sancho coming here, he will have to, you know, especially if it's a big money move, he needs to hit the ground running. Otherwise, pressure, the media is going to be on his back. No, in the media, I think the fans, also every fan is going to be on your case, regardless of who they support. But do you think... You see how social media is, they'll kill him. Uh, would give him pressure early, though. Not early, him. but... I think they'll support him for, for a couple of years, but if he starts slipping... Oh, yeah, or... maybe not a couple of years. I was thinking a couple of years. I, I was thinking more six months. Okay. Okay, I, I'm going to be... This is going to be truth, right? If Sancho comes to United, I don't want it to be a Pogba situation exactly. where he gets hurdled or he gets... I'm not saying because of the colour of his skin and stuff. Like, I don't, mm. like to me, I don't care about that, mm. right? I, you're just playing for United. That's all I care mm. about. But something tells me if he wants to come, he's going to be the next Pogba skate for the media. Yeah, yeah. That's what I don't want. You, you're, I don't want that. You're right about that. Like, I'm, I'm a bit worried about, uh, about him because if he comes to... I want him to do well, right? I want him to do well, but there is that part of me that thinks, well, he's overrated. He's not worth 100 mil. So I'm already being negative because of the because of the uh, the price tag. And I think that's how it started with Pogba. And I'm I'm worried that we yeah. could end up going down the same route as Pogba. And then and then it could become, you know what I mean? It could end up being more than more than football. Do you get what I mean? A bit like Sterling. Yeah. But I don't want any yeah. of that. Exactly. So, I don't want any of that. That's what I'm saying. Stay in Germany for a little bit longer. Like, build your up and then once you win something, something you've got the price tag, you've won something, Mm -hmm. there's credit onto your name. Now I'm going to prove myself. Yeah. Like, if you're listening, trust me, you want to win something over there because once you come to the Premier League, you should know yourself. It ain't going to be easy to win silverware. So you want to win in a league that, I don't want to cause controversy, but a league that's not the Premier League. I'll, but I'll leave it at that. Yep. I'm not going to say anyone. I'm going to leave it at that. Like, um, <laughs> so it's going to be tough to win something in the Premier League. I don't care who you play for. You could be playing for Liverpool or yep. Man City. It's, it's a tough league. It's a really tough league. Just ask Man City this. So, ask them. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So... As we're going to be forward thinking of this, we know that obviously the FA Cup is at the 1st of August. We know they've booked up the semi-finals already and the quarter-finals and whoever wins those, wins those. Do you think they should have scrapped the FA Cup? I, I don't know due to how what they happened. can should, should you think they would have been avoided? I feel like, I'm, I don't know how they can do everything at the same time. They're going to have to cram a lot of games in a short, in a short period yeah. of time. So if you, in the fixture list, mm. like for the teams that are in of the FA Cup, mm. they've crammed it. Like you, literally, like from what I know is from United, like every four days, mm. United are playing a game. Wow, oh, man. this is pretty much if you break if you break it down, it's every four days, mm. four maybe five, depending on how things go. Like it's gonna be a lot of games on TV, which is it's going to be hard to see a lot. It's good to see a lot of football, but we haven't got huge teams. We we've got we haven't got like 30, 
30-man teams. Like, it's not basketball. So to, to have quality games every single week, every single, like, four or five days from the same teams, it's going to be tough. You can't rotate as well. Uh, they'll have to. They will have to rotate. But it's... I don't know. You know what's going to happen? This is going to be good for the fringe players. Mm. Like outside of, obviously, I know we're about to talk about the FA Cup, but I'll scrap that part now. Now I'm going to go on to a new convo. So, with, with obviously the rotational squads, there's five subs that can come on during each game. I think a lot of fringe players, players who thought, okay, my contract's about to run out, I need to prove myself. And when they do get their chance, and I know, I think they will, I think they'll do well. It is a lot of the, lot of the players, they think about your own club. There's a lot of players who've just been sitting there all season, barely played a game. If it wasn't for this, would have hardly got a game. And I think they'll get a game and you'll see them shine. It, and I think time. they're going to get a contract. Mm. Mm. It's a perfect opportunity. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah. you've got a few weeks. No no fans. The pressure might not be as, uh, as intense. It's, it's, <laughs> if you've not had a chance all season, this is the time to play for your contract. And But I don't know. I... I I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like for me, again, for me, the big thing is there's a big question mark over the 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 the, the quality of the games, the competition aspect, the pressure in the games. That's my big question mark on that. And I don't want to say that the Premier League is going to be the same as the other leagues. I don't. But I, I'll just wait and see. Let's put it that way. I'll wait and see because if if the quality is the same. Great opportunity for these kind of players to do something. I, I can't see. Like, I think the first couple of weeks, the quality ain't going to be the same because I think the players are just going to get back into it again. It'll be like how it is in the start of August. You know, when the first couple of games come and you get, you see a bottom team absolutely smash a top. Yeah, team. Exactly. you go. Yeah, what happened here? They've been four nil against like Team X, and you're like, okay, that's a bit of a shocker. And then all of a sudden, you see like a mid-table team or a top team losing like three games out of five and you think, oh, okay, why are they 15th for? Mm. And then all of a sudden, they rise up to the table again. Yeah. And and because no one's fit. Yeah, no one's fit. you got injuries, this, that, and the other. You can't afford to do that in this nine-week mini-league that we have because mm-hmm. there's a lot on hand. The relegation zone, the top four places, the teams who just want to stay in the Premier League and just survive on TV rights. Like, there's a lot going on for every club. So I, I can see every club going for it. So competition-wise, there is competition in every game. Whether you watch it or not, it's a different story. Yeah, I think the competition is there because a lot of the relegation teams are thinking, okay, we've only got nine games left. We need to play every nine game like it's our last. Mm-hmm. They need the points now. Yes, you haven't got the fans to cheer you on, but the players have to think, we've got to win this. That's where the competition comes in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It'll be interesting to see because how, how, many, how many weeks do we have of football? Nine. nine. So we've got nine weeks worth of football. If you're one of these French players, surely you've got to think to yourself, this is a great opportunity. And plus, we've still got the, the other competitions up as well. So they'll get some time in the competitions in the domestic football. Right, the only competition that's available is FA Cup. Yeah. And But what's happening with Europe then? We're still waiting. So we're still waiting on Europe. I think... They're meant to be having a meeting on the 22nd of June, mm. I think next next week. And they're going to then announce the European League and Champions League format. 
Um, I think they're set to do the finals in Lisbon now, which, hey, if that happens, don't uh, expect fans to go out there. Yeah. Because yeah. Portugal are happy for um, UK people to go over to Portugal. So don't be surprised if you see if the finals are in Lisbon and this is people of Lisbon, you're going to see English fans there regardless of who's playing. I'll tell you what, if it's... Uh, if the social uh, distancing rules aren't that strict over there, that would be a great holiday as well because the weather's going to be I nice. Just, I think it isn't because that's probably why they've proposed the finals to go there. I think Portugal are pretty much... I don't think they're A-OK. I don't think it's all clean. Mm. But I think by the time August hits... Mm. I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. But for for UK right. fans, it's just us getting out of here. Don't want to jinx it, but August time, I, I'm hoping it'll be all right. I'm, I, I've got good uh, good hopes for, for August time. But, but then again, who knows? It's hard to, to predict. All we know, football's back. We want to watch it. Hopefully, you guys will watch it. And um, let's see what happens. We're hopefully in the next couple of weeks or the future prospects. We're going to get at least one episode out for a week, just highlighting the games. We're going to be posting our predictions before the week's games begin. So obviously we'll be posting our predictions for the week's games. Obviously there's loads of games going on in the week. Yeah. And um, don't, you know, don't prove us as a betting betting trader and I think because we're just predicting our own games. Yeah, we're so predicting our own games. You, you bet, don't come to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it a chance. Football's going to be back on soon. Give it a chance and then let's let's talk about it. Let's share what we think and then we can take it from there. Don't forget to hit us up on those, uh, on the social media platforms that we're on, that we're using at the moment. Twitter, we're getting a lot of engagement on Twitter at the moment. We, we, oh, yeah. We, yeah. All you Twitter followers, all the listeners, all the people that are listening, thank you. We need you to listen. Mm. We appreciate it. We're talking back as many people as we can. We're not saying we're getting flooded with DMs and messages, but the people who are listening and the people that are messaging, we're trying to get back to you as quick as we can. Yeah, and we're loving it. I think that's what football's about, sharing opinions. You know, you get the odd... Uh, when you're on Twitter and you have a look at people's conversations, you get you read the odd words. It's not about it's not about that. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about sharing, you know, what we think. It's a bit game of opinions, isn't it? It's hard to predict That's the it. results. It's a game of two halves, two halves of opinion. Exactly. So let's keep sharing. Let's keep engaging. We're loving it at the moment. And then uh, we'll take it from there, unless you want to add anything to that, Chris. No, we're all good. Right. Uh, we'll, uh, wait for our next episode for next week. And then, uh, yeah, peace out. Later.